0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. We keep it moving, yeah,
1: Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno. welcome, one and all, to a brand spanking new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your flaming hot and spicy, seasonally depressed. <laughs> hot mess of a host, Lorenzo von Rumpf. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. There is no place I'd rather be than right here with my low lifers. This is where I can let it all hang out, can wave my freak flag. Oh, I encourage you to do the same. This is a safe place for everybody. If you are new to this podcast, hello, welcome, that You've come on board at the right time to this little hot mess express. We are celebrating our 100th episode. Holy shit, our 100th episode, I'm shook to get to this point. Really, though, I'm so surprised. (laughs) Only because, oh, I just had no expectations going into this podcast. I just wanted to put out something great. And there's a lot of love, time, energy, so much effort that goes into each and every episode. So to get to the point where we're now triple digits, oh, that's something to be really proud of and excited about. But getting to that point is nothing without you, the listener. And so thank you for listening to this podcast. If you're new to that, thank you for coming on board. Now you're in for a treat, especially with this week's episode. What a great time to join. Uh, but if you've been with me since the get, my OG low lifers, these kings and queens are some of the best people on the planet, really, though. Creme de la creme, top tier, top deck of the Titanic type of people. These are the type of humans who will hold the door open for people so they could come in. And even if a stranger comes in and they don't even say thank you or at least give you the head nod, when you open the door for somebody, just give at least a head nod if you're walking in. You know, thank you. But even if the person doesn't acknowledge you, these are the type of people who are okay with that and will still continue to hold the door open for people. These are the type of listeners who will leave a great tip at a restaurant. They understand that servers are working on tips and they're going to make sure to leave at least 15%. Let's do 20%. Times are tough and gas is expensive. These are also the people who will hold that elevator door open for somebody who's running late wanting to catch that f***ing elevator. (coughs) Truth be told, I'm actually not that person. I actually don't hold the door open for people (laughs) when it comes to elevators. I will for a restaurant or any type of public place, of course, I'll hold the door open. And it's okay if someone doesn't even acknowledge it. Yeah, it's a little rude, but whatever. I will always continue to hold the door open for people. And I do like to tip well. I mean, 15% is the minimum. I like to start it at 20%, especially here in LA because it's really expensive to live here. Um, So yeah, I like to tip well. But when it comes to elevator doors... Oh, here's the thing. I've been stuck in an elevator a couple different times. Not that I have a phobia now. I just really don't like being in an elevator with strangers. And so, yeah, if I'm in an elevator alone and someone's wanting to catch that elevator in hopes that I'm going to hold the door open, yeah, I'm not that person. I'm not going to hold it. <laughs> I'm not now. Oh, I mean, it's so bad that I I really rather not take the elevator now. Even in my own building, I will take the steps Even if I have a bunch of heavy bags, I will just trek up the stairs like a pack mule to avoid having to share an elevator with someone. I don't like the small talk, the thought of getting stuck in that elevator with limited amounts of air. Yeah, I'm not proud of that, but that's my reality. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. But what I'm trying to get at is my listeners, these kings and queens, are salt of the earth, good people. And I'm so thankful, grateful, very appreciative to have you as a listener. We've built this community from the ground up. Oh, shout out to the Low Life Facebook group. My Low Lifers in the Facebook group. I love it. I run ideas by you. We're talking. We're keeping the conversation going, which is great. We have three moderators of the Low Life Facebook group. There's Megan Recker in Omaha, Carol Powell in Idaho, and of course, Jordan Tucker, my Colorado queen. Thank you, Jordan, Kara, and Megan for helping and keeping this little Low Life community strong. I appreciate you. This podcast has brought me so much joy in life and has really helped me mentally, so let's talk about mental health. Nobody asked, <laughs> but my mental health score this week is a solid 8.8. It's a high for me. That's an 88%. I'm happy to be there. I'm just feeling really grateful in this moment and appreciating the big wins like you know, 100 episodes, that's a big win, but also more importantly, acknowledging and celebrating the small wins, like taking a shower and applying my serums. Like That's a small win, but it has a big impact in the long run for me. And so celebrating little wins, big ones, giving yourself a fighting chance when it comes to mental health. It's important to check in with your friends, your family, just checking in with yourself. And so that's why I do these mental health check-ins. I always want to do these mental health check-ins. And I know with the holidays coming up, we're starting off with spooky season. We go right into Thanksgiving, celebrating that and fall. And then of course, boom, Christmas hits. And then we're already into the new year. It's going to come so quick. And yes, it's a joyful time. I do love everything going into the holidays. But it also could be really depressing. Seasonal depression is a real thing. And although the holidays have so much joy and happiness associated with them, because if you've experienced any sort of loss, whether it be a family member, a friend, a loved one in any sort of way, a relationship, a job change, hell, losing your identity and feeling like you're spiraling, like that happens too. A lot of the times close to the holidays. So if you're going through that and this is your first season without your fur baby or without that loved one, it's going to be difficult. It's very painful. I know firsthand, I've gone through it before and I'm going through it right now and it will make you feel gutted at times. And so I'm really cognizant of that and I just want to let you know that it will get better, but it is tough. It's not all sunshine and rainbows here. I want this to be a positive place always. The Low Life Podcast, You know, there's a lot of darkness out in this world I want this to be some sort of a little glimmer of light. Not toxic positivity, though. I always want to keep it 100 with you. Keep it real and just be honest and say, yeah, it's not always sunshine. It's not always going to be all happiness and you're feeling good. Sometimes you're going to feel like shit and be depressed and feel like you are spiraling. And that's okay, too, to have those moments. And just know you're not alone there are a lot of people going through it myself included and I hear you I feel you completely and I understand it and I promise you there is light at the end of the tunnel trust me on that Right now we're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month it goes till mid October I did a really good Selena Quintanilla episode one of the most prolific iconic legendary singers in Tejano music and the music industry in general in my opinion but I also wanted to shout out Juan Gabriel he's no longer with us but he's an incredible singer as well he's had so many hits he's won Grammys he's written over 1800 songs he's had over a hundred million records sold worldwide <laughs> I remember my nana loved Juan Gabriel. I wasn't the biggest fan of his music, but the guy is iconic, especially for his style choices. And so with Hispanic Heritage Month, a lot of news organizations, media outlets, they'll do write-ups on inspirational Latinos who have impacted the community and made a difference in this world. And Juan Gabriel is one that a bunch of blogs have been talking about. I saw a whole thing on Juan Gabriel on TikTok when it came to Harry Styles, which I was like, what? (laughs) That's so random. But it's crazy. Juan Gabriel, who, of course, is big in Latin culture, but he's definitely made an impact in the music industry, specifically on one of the biggest stars right now, huge vocalist. I'm talking about Harry Styles. And so these TikToks, and there's a few articles online about it. So basically, Harry Styles has replicated, whether he realizes it or not, or his stylist, of course, is doing it. Maybe his stylist is a Latino. That would be, oh my God, that would be really interesting because then it would, of course, make sense. But a lot of the outfits that Juan Gabriel would wear... Harry Styles is basically wearing the same thing or a little slightly modern version of it. And so there's like seven different outfits that Juan Gabriel has worn, you know, from the 70s all the way up until later in life in the 2000s before he passed away. And so he's wearing these outfits and then they do the side by side with Harry Styles rocking almost identical looks. And so I was like, that's pretty cool. I love that. I'll post about it in the Facebook group. I found it to be interesting also want to shout out Vicente Fernandez, one of my favorite singers, a mariachi with a soulful, beautiful, strong, very butch Mexican voice. (laughs) He has this, oh, this soothing, fatherly type presence to him, El Rey, as they call him. There's actually a Netflix documentary about him. Even if you're not into Vicente Fernandez or you've never heard of him or know nothing about the dude... He is one of the most incredible vocalists. My God, his voice will give you goosebumps. He was definitely a singer I grew up listening to on the regular at every family barbecue type of thing. Like he's a staple in most Mexican households. And he really is the king. And He had these very powerful ballads. I guess I would equate him to like American culture wise, like uh, the level of like a Luther Vandross, who's just so iconic and known for his voice and his stage presence in these beautiful ballads. And so that's what Vicente is known for. And Netflix has this documentary. It's called El Rey, and it is so good. Uh, He has a beautiful story. This guy, it's rags to riches. It's a come-up story. It's very inspirational, aspirational, and the guy is a legend. So whether you like his music or know anything about him, it doesn't even matter because the guy has a fascinating story and interesting life, and it will definitely leave you feeling really inspired. And just to give you a little appetizer, a little taster of what Vicente Fernandez brings to the vocal table, this is one of my favorite songs of all time that he sings. I'll just give you a little taster real quick. Hit it.
0: Lástima que seas ajena y no darte lo mejor que tengo. Lástima que llego tarde y no tengo para abrir tu cuerpo. Lástima que seas ajena, el fruto prohibido que jamás comí. Lástima que no te tenga, porque al mismo cielo yo te haría subir.
1: So let's get into this week's 100th episode with a very special guest. The Low Lifers know exactly who I'm talking about. The Vinos, this one's for you too. I'm talking to my Canadian, Maple Delight, Miss Caitlin Bristow, who is a regular here at the Low Life Podcast. I co-host her podcast all the time too, Off the Vine. Um, I'm actually going to be in Nashville really soon. Actually, I'll be there for Halloween again this year. And so I'll be doing more podcasts with her. And so she'll be on again, of course. But Jason and Caitlin are on this week's episode. I was trying to figure out what to do. Like, what should the conversation be? What should we talk about? Who should the guests be? It was a no-brainer. I wanted Caitlin to come on. Jason, of course, is a bonus. But I was driving with Caitlin, and we were talking about some of our favorite things. And she's like, I feel like you know everything about me. And I was like, yeah, I would assume that I do. And you know everything about me as well. But are we really paying attention? Are we really listening? Like, How well do you really know your best friend? Like, do we pay attention to their favorites? And do we know some big moments in their life? Like, sometimes it's all a bit of a blur. And yeah, even though I spent so much time with Caitlin, there's some things I guess I didn't pick up on. (laughs) And so so today we have an easy, breezy conversation. It's like one of those episodes where you're going to feel like a fly on the wall. And we're just two besties shooting the shit, talking about our likes, our dislikes, our pet peeves, and seeing if we really do know each other as much as we think we do. (laughs) And so I was surprised by a couple of our answers. And Jason comes in and out of the episode. He was in the room, which is always how it is with Caitlin and I. Her and I will be shooting the shit. Jason will come in, add his two cents. He'll check the stock market and then he'll go and take a phone call and then he'll come back and forth. And so that's today's conversation. And we're talking about our first heartbreaks, biggest pet peeves, favorite meals, anal, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We kind of cover it all in this week's episode. It's a mixed bag of tricks, which was the perfect way to celebrate my 100th episode. Hanging with a best friend. I feel very comfortable. The conversation's easy breezy. This episode will definitely put a smile on your face. And of course, Caitlin and I keep talking. So this is part one, but next week will be part two because we keep the conversation going. And so without further ado, let's jump into today's very special 100th episode of The Low Life Podcast with my Canadian maple delight with a splash of Jason Tardic. Hit it. Oh this is it.
2: Oh, <laughs> boy.
1: We are live. Oh Jesus! Oh,
2: Number one zero zero baby. Hey Jay, you're in a hotel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honey, I'm excited for those one hundredth
2: anniversary. I know, I am too, but I'm a little more quiet about it. I'm internalizing my excitement.
0: Honey, sometimes you get loud, and you have to really love everything. I just have little moments like, woo, oh. and
1: I gotta just hey, just, that's how I, I get it out. I just get a little, okay. there it is. Happy one
0: hundred. 100 happy 100 Ooh. and a birthday happy birthday it's your
1: birthday <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like when you're like like you're drunk dad <laughs> <laughs> like and you're trying to have like a party and you're all dressed up and he like comes in and like pisses all over your cake, and you're like, No, daddy, please, daddy, don't and you're like, happy piss all over. And I'm like, Mom, help. And she's all on like quaaludes. all tra- <laughs> Leave him alone. Just <laughs> okay, here we go. Come to you live. Here Life. in Los Angeles,
2: Hollywood, California, California. with our star-studded audience. <laughs> yeah. That's what Jesse Palmer kept saying last night. Our star-studded audience. It was. What does that mean?
1: It was studded with stars. You're a star. You were in the audience. He
2: called me a legend, and I was like, say that again.
1: Oh, I thought you took it offensively. Like, no. calling me old, like Cher, or iconic no, and legendary.
2: If someone calls me a legend, well, I'll tell you who calls me a legend. Hey, Siri, what's my name?
0: You're Caitlyn, but you asked me to call you huge legend.
2: What? <laughs> you
1: call him huge legend? Yeah. You are a huge legend. And I mean.
2: No, I'm not. It's, you that's a joke.
1: It's, you know what?
2: <laughs> or maybe in Bachelor world or, but. Yeah. Like Sean Lowe said today, it's there's a point where people start being like, oh, you're Caitlin, My mom watched your season. <laughs> oh, my God. I <laughs> like know. I'm not there yet, but I'm close.
1: No, you're not. But I mean, with other stuff you've done, baby stays relevant. No. You have your own thing going on. Bachelor was a launching pad for you into the stratosphere. With business, now you're known as a CEO. <gasps> you're known as a, a advocate for women.
2: What's your favorite position?
1: CEO, Lauren yeah, Conrad, okay. love that Maybe podcast. You're gonna okay. know that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's play a little game. We okay. were talking about this at lunch. We had this beautiful lunch. We were having a martini. Jay ordered a nice shaken ice martini. It had too much vermouth. He sent it back. <laughs> it was <laughs>
2: no- <laughs> he
1: was like, "Try this. Wait, too much vermouth." It no, tastes, it was. It tastes
2: like a cup of vermouth. It was terrible. Yeah. Okay. So
1: yeah. truth be told, okay. yeah, I wouldn't have drank that. And and at the Beverly Hills Hilton Hotel. You're spent it's like a thirty dollar martini, yeah. so at least it should be something you want to drink.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, it was a really nice little lunch moment. Yeah, and we were talking about who we would want to mm-hmm. have a meal with. What celebrity, dead or alive, would we want to have a nice dinner and a cocktail with?
2: And I said Kurt Cobain.
1: Why Kurt Cobain? You want a nice tortured soul at that dinner? <laughs> yeah,
2: I want to help him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to help him so he could have been alive longer and made more music. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, tragic death. I know. Tragic.
2: And I would like to know how it happened.
1: Wait, do we not know? No. I don't, I don't know. I don't
2: it's like a whole thing that people have a conspiracy that Courtney Love killed him.
1: Oh, my gosh. And do you that, think that to be? You no, think? I think
2: he killed himself. Yeah. But that's like a definite like rumor.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's sad. Okay, I love that. Yeah. Kurt Cobain. And you'd want to help the guy out. Give him you know a Give chance. Give him another chance. Love yeah. Him. mm And I would
2: want to know where he gets his inspiration from. Yeah. And like, I would just want him to sing to me maybe a little bit.
1: Did you think he was hot back then? Like, is he your type?
2: I don't really have a type.
1: I noticed that. You don't really have a type.
2: I'll date anything with a pulse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: As long as there's a pulse.
0: Yeah. Pulse and a paycheck. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's your future wife. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I like that no. But I love that. Mm. I think it's more you're attract I think you're more attracted to a soulful connection.
2: It's the a deeper energy. level. It's yeah. an energy thing. Mm-hmm. So does it that's why I had feelings for a girl once. Did you? Yeah. I fell in love with her as a person. Oh I love like it. Beautiful. I yeah. How old were you? I'm like twenty two, twenty three.
1: Did you end up having a relationship? No. Does she ever know that you fell in love with her? Oh yeah, you told her.
2: Well, I say, okay, okay, I didn't say I fell in love with her. No, I just had a crush on her.
1: Okay, yeah, a girl crush. Like I
2: felt something, and I was like, "This is weird." But I never have.
1: Did you guys have sex?
2: No. Oh no,
1: just asking. Yeah, just curious I don't if you've ever done.
2: No, we didn't. You definitely did. No, we didn't.
1: I was gonna tell you. I was. Uh, yeah, you're just in the elevator. What I was happened? in the elevator, and this. Oh, I wouldn't say he was like super hot, but he was good looking. Like
2: good.
1: out of 10, what? Uh, it was a 7.8. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. Okay. Just, you know what? It wasn't my cup of tea. Okay. I like dark features, dark hair, darker eyes. Yeah. He was blonde hair, blonde, uh, blonde, blonde eyes. eyes. Blonde eyes. Blonde eyes. I'll buy now. And so. <laughs> <laughs> just toe, was, toe head baby. Yeah. Toe which I just learned what that mm. was. Mm-hmm. Is that an offensive term for babies? Nope. no. It's a it's beautifully actual, embraced yeah, term, yeah. little toe heads. Little toe head baby. Uh, anyway, I was getting out of the elevator and I always check my surroundings. You know, I'm, I'm in the elevator with this guy.
2: Who's hurt you? <laughs> wow. I get out of elevators and I'm like, dip, dip, da, dip. <laughs> I'll just leave my door open.
1: Oh, no, okay. I, absolutely not. No, I'm always checking. So this guy, we're walking down the same hall and we're on floor two yeah. and you're at the very end. And yeah. so I'm walking, he's walking right behind me. And I start speeding up a little bit. It's <laughs> so like, what is this dude? F- walking behind me? Psychopath. Chop me up. Sodomize and oh, kill me. Gee, oh. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yikes. Sure. That's where my brain goes. I know. You don't think that way?
2: No. I go, I don't like if people are walking close behind me. I don't like close walkers. But I would probably think, wow, he probably is in the room next to me.
1: I like a car length between us if we're walking. And he was... He was a bike length behind mm. me. That's a little too close for comfort. Okay. You can smell my fragrance. That's how close he was.
2: Yeah. It's a nice fragrance. There.
1: Thank you. In the elevator, he said that. Oh. He goes, oh, you smell nice. And I was like, oh, thanks. Was I, he gay? Now I think he is gay. Okay. In the elevator, I just thought he was just paying me a random compliment. See, look at
2: me stereotype again. You Just because you're gay, I think you know if another person's gay. Yeah, he's <laughs> super Sorry. gay. That's my bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he was walking to the end of the hall with me and I go, are you trying to like walk into this room? You sharing a room with me? What the hell? I said it as a joke, but like also, the f- what's going on? Oh. And he goes, no, I'm in this room. And he actually was in a room like two doors oh. away from you. And he goes, oh, I'm in this room, unfortunately. <gasps> I know. Oh
2: my God, he wanted. And
1: I started, laugh- I started laughing. I go, oh, I go, well, you know, you're always welcome to join us. Yeah. <gasps> And he started laughing. And,
2: oh, my God. He wants to put his peen yeah, inside of you.
1: Sure. Or vice versa. Oh. Yeah.
2: You'll take a 7.5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
1: What? I'm versatile. I oh. like to have a little bit of fun. Change it up. Sometimes you give. Sometimes you receive. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a tight end wide receiver. Other times I'm quarterbacking it. It oh, just shit. depends on the playbook.
2: Depends on the, what day it is, what where the moon's at.
1: Also, if I had Chipotle, or you know, oh, what's the vibe enough. happening there? Okay. You know, could you imagine? <laughs> no, like no one wants to.
2: <laughs> I really, I can't do butt stuff.
1: I just learned that right now, <laughs> after knowing you for years, being best friends. I feel like you know, yeah,
2: because you just asked me out of nowhere. I took my first sip of this glass of wine, and you go, "Do you like eating ass?" <laughs> It's literally yeah. yeah. And I just spat down my to, wine out
1: on the ground. You down to eat some ass? <laughs> it's
2: so yeah. random. Well, huh? I was
1: just thinking, I just, I don't think I've ever asked you that or no. talked to you about it. And I know a lot of my girlfriends love it.
2: Oh. <laughs> I like, because I have to even, like, I'm a tutor. I toot a lot. Yeah. So then I just picture somebody's mouth <laughs> down there. And I'm like, why would anyone want to do that?
1: Because it feels No, I'm like, not
2: going to yuck somebody's yum. That's fine if you're- It is
1: it. an all-you-can-eat buffet yum. Mm-hmm. I want, you know what, Caitlin? I want you to eat my- <laughs> <laughs> I, Try it out.
2: No. Yeah, never. I'll take a nice shower. You did pay me millions. If you showered, shaved-
1: Yes, waxed.
2: Put a little bit of spade of sparrows around the edges <laughs> uh, and said you'd pay me $5 million. I wouldn't do
1: it. Are you kidding me? No,
2: I wouldn't. I would change our friendship forever, and it's worth more than five million dollars. It would not.
1: It would, I think enhance it in a way, <laughs> just bring out the best in both of us. Because no. you discover no, a new I'd thing. vomit. Okay. <laughs> well, what? Okay, let's not use me for an example. Jason said, "This is all I want in life at five million dollars. I'm going to pay you, Caitlin, five million dollars from trading secrets. That's my secret. I want my <laughs> ass eaten." <laughs>
2: Okay, maybe I'd do it for five million.
1: That's hey, that's love.
2: (laughs) No, that's (laughs) baby's got to (laughs) eat.
1: Literally both ways. There you go. You're getting that paycheck.
2: That is interesting.
1: I didn't know that you were opposed to it.
2: Sadly, I am. I wish I was freaky.
1: But you've never. Is that considered?
2: (laughs) In my opinion, that's (laughs) considered freaky. Is it? Yeah, I'm a starfish.
1: Oh. That's, a, oh, it's called the chocolate starfish. That's a, it's,
2: no, it's starfish. I just lay there and,
1: oh my God. No,
2: I don't. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no. But
1: no, you spiced it up. But no, I thought, why well, you, but could I just say, you've never, you've never, you've never even thought, you've never Good. experienced anything like that. Never. If you don't want to answer mm-hmm. that, fair. But I have a feeling the answer is absolutely. What have no. I tried it? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. My, fir- the first person that I like went all the way with.
1: Oh, and I okay. was like,
2: the same for me. This is just you know what.
1: Giving or receiving.
2: No, definitely not receiving. Wow. Or giving.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Case is closed with that.
2: And I'm no. And no offense to people who enjoy it.
1: No. Well, there are millions, millions. Y- of
2: yeah. I'm hetero- sure I'm, the, I'm sure I'm like the minority here. I
1: don't know. Yeah, I'm curious to know. Uh, let us yeah. know in the Let's comments. Put up a on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you into butt stuff? Yeah. Well, I know one I'm just of my girlfriends, block
2: Jason's family, and my family for my stories. Yeah. Hot minute, but
1: one of my girlfriends, she can only orgasm through anal. And what? She, yeah, she can only. I don't
2: think that's possible.
1: Uh, it is, in But like she
2: has an orgasm in her butthole, or like her orgasm is in the same place as orgasm. No, happen.
1: she she doesn't have a prostate. It's not. <laughs> it's not a dude. No, she is a heterosexual female who has a husband who she's tried to have sex <laughs> vaginally and she does not get, feel as much pleasure as opposed to anal. And it's not that she's having any stimulation from her butt sex. It's just that that makes her get off. That's what does it for her. It's almost like some people, if they have like their nipples played with or there's yeah, different yeah, yeah, things yeah, and yeah. that like really does it for them. Yeah. Having your toes sucked. Some people love oh, that. What the f- people love foot stuff there's a lot of i mean yeah, well, you I know, know i've is. seen your feet on Wikifeet. feet yeah yeah got there are the guys green. literally right now in this moment beating off to your feet
0: <gasps>
1: yeah yeah it's kind of <laughs> sweet you know your <laughs> cute little feet oh, I they're, get it. yeah i get and they're it well kept i mean well they weren't when you were doing dancing with the stars no. you were missing a couple toenails yeah but they have really come a long way and yeah, they look circle. beautiful again thank you you know, you look,
2: you'd suck on these,
1: sure, sure would. I've rubbed them. I, I, yeah, I'll give a them. good foot massage, therapeutic. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was a lot. But what I'm getting at is, you should try it again, and I think you'd love it. Um, and, no, or not, or close that chapter, the, and maybe the, revisit it in a few years. You know, or not. But there are a lot of people, and just for the record, if you're listening to this, and your husband or boyfriend or guy you're dating wants you to go and lick his booty hole, oh. to go and feast balloon knot? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> You're so... balloon knot. It does look like a balloon knot. I know. Is that? I've never heard that term, and it's freaking <laughs> nailing it. Balloon knot. You want to lick this balloon knot? Mm-mm. No thanks. Not none for you. <laughs> lick the old
2: balloon knot. <laughs>
1: hey <laughs> i rather not
2: <laughs> yeah Ooh, you know where i got that from family guy
1: oh the, did they use it and that <laughs> yeah. that's funny as hell but there's a lot of men who enjoy it thoroughly enjoy it and they're heterosexual doesn't mean you're gay it doesn't mean that you're swinging both ways some guys maybe be more are more fluid than others <laughs> but i know this to be true that i have straight hetero they are on the spectrum on the which we learned today yeah, the- about the Kin-
2: the Kinsey scale?
1: Kin- yeah, Kinsey scale. Kenzie or Kinsey scale?
2: Yeah. What it is is a, like a queer scale. So everybody, basically, most people are queer. It's just how queer are you? Right. Like
1: zero, 1%, 5% in the middle.
2: Right. Like if I watch porn, I need to watch girl on girl.
1: That's so fascinating. But to yet me.
2: I don't want to, to be with a woman. Oh. Yeah. Well, Sounds a little queer.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm a one. You're, yeah. I guess you're a one then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I if on a scale of one to ten queer, I'd be I'd say a solid nine. Yeah. I'm not fully in.
2: But you don't want to ever hook up with a woman. No. Again. No.
1: No, no. But I have. And so I yeah. think because I tried that and I was experienced it, then it makes me not hundred yeah. percent on the gay side. But now in my life, there's no chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would ever again. Yeah. It's just not for me.
2: That's how um, I feel about butt stuff.
1: Yeah. But for people out there, I know there's a lot of stigma. If their man wants you to go and feast down there, they're like, oh my God, what? A finger up the butt? Is he gay? No, unless it's a an actual penis. Oh, no, penis. guys love that. They do. Yeah, Straight men, too, T- love yeah, it. No,
2: that's what I mean. Straight yeah. men love it.
1: One of my buddies, he's like, oh my God, when my girlfriend goes down on me, it's like in from the back, like, yeah. eat, <laughs> feasts, eats me out. Wow. Eats out his butthole. He loves it.
2: Hmm. <laughs> face is like, just- Disgusting. i'm not i'm well yeah i guess i could, am but i'm you like you could ne-
1: you would never do it that's I just, why yeah. it's horrifying to you because it's just not something you would ever do
2: yeah but again <sighs> i don't if it, like i know you do that and i'm not like you horrible human that's disgusting i'm yeah. like oh i just find it gross for myself
1: yeah, yeah. exactly there yeah. we go so what i'm getting at is try it out and yeah. if, if for anyone listening and just no shaming because if your man likes it, yeah. your prostate is there. Yeah. That's where the male prostate is. That's where the orgasm is. Oh. And that's if you stimulate the prostate, you will orgasm instantly. And it's a different – it feels – okay, here's the thing. The first time I had my prostate stimulated – and <laughs> okay, this is crazy, Caitlin, because I've never experienced this in my whole life. What? And, until I did. Because usually if I were to like masturbate, yeah. then I could you know get myself off yeah. or by – like pleasure, like working in the front. Yeah. This was the first time hands-free. I didn't even touch myself. Uh
2: uh-uh.
1: I was just being At pleasured least. from the back.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say you slipped on a shampoo bottle.
1: Sure. Yeah. If you <laughs> want to call it that, a flesh shampoo <laughs> bottle <laughs> of a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was being pleasured from behind and I didn't even touch. And I, I was like, oh my, like what the what? f*** is happening? It's freaked me out because i I never experienced it. And it was like a very intense orgasm where I was like, holy, woo. You blacked out. I blacked I saw out. stars. Yeah. It was incredible. Okay. And so after that, I'd never experienced that until that happened. Mm. And I understood, well, I actually asked my doctor. I was like, mm. I was able to orgasm and I came without touching Why myself. Why do you say
2: this over I take a sip of wine? Yeah, yeah. I actually went to my doctor about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like a little like thrown. But the guy that I was with, he was like, yeah, like, Welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been telling you about yeah. all the whole time. Interesting. So here's the thing. We've been friends for years. I'm discovering new things about you.
2: Yeah.
1: Every single day.
2: Mm-hmm. And today.
1: today was one. Yeah. And so I thought to myself, yeah, I see you often. We've been friends. We have history together. We've gone into the depths of conversation. We've opened up to each other. You're a chamber of secrets for me and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I will never tell anyone your secrets. Signed, sealed, taken it to the grave. Yeah. Um, but there are some things I don't think I even really know about you.
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, because we were saying this on my Instagram live today that I'm like, everyone knows everything about me. They just probably learned something new about me there right now.
1: Yeah, Caitlin's not. Can't we
2: just stop it there? Yeah. I'm scared now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, the next ones are like, we'll start with like, like, well, we just went right into the deep yeah. end anal. Yeah. But no, I wanted to know like, okay, do we know like basic stuff like favorite color?
2: Your favorite color is black. It's not. Oh, it's mine.
1: I know. Well, oh. I'm gonna. Okay.
2: Your favorite color? Oh, your favorite color is green. <laughs> She's
1: <a> podcast host. <laughs> She's just
2: your favorite quit. color is green. What? No. Purple.
1: purple. It oh, is purple. F- I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. it is purple. I love black too, but yeah. I know yours is black. Your favorite singer? I'll do yours. Okay. Do mine. Your favorite oh, singer okay. is Kurt Cobain. Oh yeah. And if it if I had to pick another singer for you. I'd say Kurt Cobain, or I'd say Celine Dion. No, Alanis Morissette.
2: No, mm, mm. You're di- all of these. Yes, but currently. Oh, uh. I know who yours is.
1: Oh yeah, okay. Celine.
2: <laughs> nah. Oh. <wow. laughs> I, was, I was gonna. I was j- like shit. Celine <laughs> Dion. Mm, nah. Selena. So, yeah,
1: Celine. Yeah. Anthony is number one. Wait, right now, your favorite singer? Yeah. Shit. Oh, I know. You got the power yeah. over me. My, yeah. Yeah. Dermot Kennedy. Uh-huh. That's yeah. your, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew that one. I thought I was going to miss it. Okay, next question. Your first heartbreak. When was your first heartbreak? Oh, yeah. I know, I think I know oh, when I yours remember. was. Yeah. Uh, you were 17 years old.
2: Yeah, I was probably 17 when my fir- the first heartbreak like real. Happened. But then we got back together. But yes, my first real heartbreak, yeah.
1: And he broke up with you.
2: Yeah, and then started dating like- Oh, my God. It, like, still makes me sad to think about. He started dating, like, the most gorgeous, most popular, like, hottest thing ever that was, like, nobody could get her. And I remember feeling like—and I just went home from a hockey game. They were at a hockey game, and I was there. I was there with Lindsay, actually, my friend who passed. And we were just drinking, and then I had to leave because I was embarrassing myself from sobbing so hard at a hockey game. And I remember going home and that feeling. I sobbed so hard that I almost threw up. I was gagging. And I was just like, this is the worst pain I've ever felt.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Oh, it's so dramatic.
1: Well, I mean, you were really in love. That was like your was. first yeah. big love. It was. Is he around today? You he did st-
2: my tattoos on the back of my, my arms. Yeah. Wow.
1: So you're still homies with him.
2: I am. We've been through hell and back, but we're still like, I don't talk to him on the reg. Right. But like, we follow each other on Instagram we still have the same high school friends, same circle of friends from high school.
1: That's so crazy to me. The fact that you are still friends with a lot of the people that you grew up with yeah. and your exes, it like I know, blows my mind because I, I don't have that.
2: I'm not friends with all my exes, but the majority of them, yeah.
1: 90%. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a couple in there that you're yeah. like hard past, but like everybody else. You know
2: what? Only one. Well, okay. Yeah.
1: Do I know the one? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's
2: not, I don't wish him any ill will. And if I saw him- I would be like, oh my gosh, how are you? Like, it's nothing. Yeah. It's so far gone now. But he's the one person I'm not still friends with. Like, I, I yeah. could easily not that I do stay in touch with all my exes. But th- if we did talk, it's like, oh my gosh, how are you? Or like, I still keep in touch with his friends or his family, and like, yeah, yeah. All of them except for one.
1: Do you have any exes where you're friends with their partner? No. am just not going to go down like, that road. I
2: feel like they all don't like me.
1: Oh, well, yeah, because I get that because you're the ex. Yeah. And for some of them it's yeah, the one that got away.
2: I'm good luck Chuck. Every relationship that ends they marry the next one. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I know. But you're the one who's ended it most of the times.
2: I don't think I necessarily ended it with Sean. Like I just don't think he cared anymore. Yeah. And so I like had no other choice. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> and then the one the hockey player one. Oh. I mean, he definitely broke up with me. (laughs) He was like, this girl is a psychopath. Really? Well, I lost myself. Yeah, I was was crazy. I mean, I really was.
1: What's the craziest thing? No, I
2: can't. (laughs) (laughs) That I've ever done in a relationship? Yeah. No, I can't. Really? I can't even tell you. I mean, okay, it's not like I tried to kill him or like kill myself or like, it's not that.
1: Yeah. But you've had some crazy sauce in a relationship.
2: Oh, yeah. threw myself down a set of stairs (laughs) once. There's only three steps.
1: (laughs) You're like, look what she made me do. Yeah.
2: I just wanted the attention so bad that I did that. I'm not kidding. That's f***ed up, man.
1: Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L, .com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show, and so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. And they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy. The strawberry-flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan. Organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discreet packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. I'm all about leveling up with my lowlifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers. I'm obsessed with these are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style. And I was able to save some money by partnering directly with top factories. Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com/lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q u i n c e dot com/lowlife to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince dot com/lowlife.
2: Am I supposed to know when your first heartbreak was? Were you? You do. I feel like you were. It was that one that you were like twenty, like
1: four, four. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> I knew it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that was like a real twenty-four, and then it officially ended at twenty-five. But that was you and know. And then you was, met me. And then I met you, yeah. and that was the new love you of were my 26 life. Twenty-six
2: when I met you, and I was like, "What? You? That's so young." Anyways. I
1: know. God, I think back and it feels like that was a decade ago. Even yeah, your is. relationship with Sean, or you know, yeah. it's feel that feels like another time. Like, my God, yeah. like over 15 years ago. It
2: does. It feels like another lifetime.
1: Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of nice because it gives you a bit of retrospect in relationships. You can look totally. back and be like you're okay. like, wow,
2: time really does heal.
1: Does. In most relationships, though, when you're in it, it feels like you're never gonna get over it.
2: Yeah. That oh, pain. Gosh. I, I think I hit such a hard rock bottom with the hockey player guy that I was like, well, I will never Mm-mm. be that heartbroken again. Ever in my whole life.
1: And then relationship universe was like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hold on.
2: No, see, but I was I was like, I knew I would be okay. Because I had gotten through such awful an awful breakup that I was like, well, if I can get through that one.
1: Whew, yeah. I'll
2: get through anything. Mm, that's yeah. true.
1: Favorite sport? Mm. Yours is hands down. Well, dancing, but I'd say yeah. hockey. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yours is <laughs> gymnastics. <laughs> Every
1: gay stereotype.
2: Wait, but, do they all love gymnastics? I don't know.
1: You're like ice skating.
2: <laughs> Figures. Well, I, I do
1: love figure skating though.
2: But oh, no. me too. Okay, wait. Your favorite Oh,
1: gymnastics. Sport. I mean, Simone Biles is cool. I got to work with her once.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah,
1: that was pretty awesome. She's that's very right. sweet. Her mom and her are very close. Oh, that's Tight-knit nice. family. So humble. Really. I love her. The real deal,
2: anyway. Yeah, I love hearing that because I really like her. Yeah. Um. Okay, give me five sports and put the, your favorite one in there and I'll pick your favorite.
1: Soccer. Okay. Tennis. Okay. Golf.
2: Okay. Swim. Okay. Football. Tennis. Jesus. No. no. Swimming. Uh, what the? Hi, Golf?
1: my name's Love. Nice to meet you. I played it for 12 Soccer. years. What the f- <laughs>
2: Football? Yeah. What?
1: I played football. Love,
2: do not give me shit for not knowing that. You joke all the time with when Jason's watching football that you're like, oh yeah, look at me, I'm one of the bros. Like, I don't do this.
1: I secretly love it.
2: You played football for 12 years?
1: Yeah, it was really good too.
2: Blue 42! Blue 42! hot, hot, Killed it. I need to see Lowe in like a jersey.
1: Oh, full pads, everything. (laughs)
2: Full pads, everything.
1: Helmet, full pads. Yeah. Cleats. Yeah, I was really into football. And I mean, no pun, but I was tight end. (laughs) Wide receiver, of course. (laughs) Also, I was a defensive back and I loved it. I played Pop Warner. I started at like seven or eight years old and played pretty much all through high school. Yeah, oh, that
2: was my last guess out of the five.
1: Yeah, football americano, a good old American pigskin throwing it. My dad played; he was very good and played, you know, in the Marines. He was on the wow. Marine Corps football team too. Played in college I mean, and then, so he made sure that I played. Did I used to throw up in my helmet because I was so stressed? Absolutely. Um. I definitely, you know, filled with anxiety. I'll, sure. Were you
2: just trying like to I
1: wanted to make dad proud. Yeah. Oh. I knew my dad loved seeing me out there. And honestly, I'm I wouldn't change it even though I being it's like very testosterone driven game yeah. and it's, you know, it's like bro and blah, it's very intense. Yeah. But there was something about it that I liked the camaraderie I like that I felt like I was part of some sort of a community. team, community, sure. Yeah. I was for the first time accepted by guys because I actually was good on the team, Aww. you know. And so even though I, I, it just made me feel sort of accepted in yeah. a way, uh, but I never felt actually part of the team. That was what was weird. Aww. And I always got so nervous. I'd throw up before every game. I'd throw up before every single Everything.
2: Damn.
1: Yeah. Like when I did off the vine with that, that was going to be my next question, but I know the answer for you, but that's the answer for me. You
2: puked before my off the vine. Oh yeah, I knew that actually. You did tell me that. Wow. That's crazy. Before anything. So did, I found out, so did Andrew Spencer. He was a bachelor guy. So you probably don't, but I found out he threw up before my live show too. And I was like, what?
1: It relaxes me and takes the nerves out. It gives me anxiety. You hate to throw up. It's my biggest fear. what you do, if you do get nervous is you have a little Hershey squirt moment
2: the, yeah, the, yeah.
1: Don't you have to go poop? Yeah, before? get the nervous poops. Nervous yeah. poops, mm-hmm. like get it out of your system, and then you feel better.
2: Yeah, and why does it? Why is it always like runny? Like why is it never a nervous <laughs> solid poo? I always oh. have healthy poos every day. Yeah, and except, but if it's nervous poop, it's like oh, I'm sick. You get the runs. What happens in the tummy that turns it in? Yeah, oh, sorry, turns everybody. it into
1: Nestle quick. I don't know.
2: Oh, that's weird. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> sick. Oh my god. <laughs> Anything coming out of holes
1: grosses me out. Go to drink at a bar. If I had to order a glass of wine for you, I would go with a Cabernet uh, Sauvignon. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Cab Sauv yeah. for a glass of red. Okay. And if I had to pick a bottle for you, yeah. And that's a lot of pressure because you know your wine. And they didn't have spade and sparrows okay, available. I, was say. I would always go spade. But if they didn't have your wine, then I would, I would go with prisoner.
2: Holy shit! Yeah! I feel yeah. like he probably won't know this one. Holy shit! Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know you love Prisoner, and if they don't have Prisoner, and you're like, "What the? F- they don't have Prisoner?" Then I'd have to really just give it some thought, and I would get you Camus.
2: I don't like Camus. Damn it! I know that's bizarre because that's I thought like that was the other one you love. Jason loves it.
1: That's what Jason loves. Jason
2: loves it. I, I, it's too much for me. It's just too, too heavy.
1: heavy. Too body.
2: Yeah, too much. Oh, okay.
1: So that's your wine. And then if I had to pick your, at least I got the first one, not your second choice. What would your second choice be?
2: It's same people that make Prisoner actually, but it's a Pinot Noir. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then if I had to order you a cocktail, stay away from vodka. Yeah. Gin depends on the mood. Yeah. I definitely go with tequila. Yeah. And I would go with a classic, if you want to just keep it safe, tequila, lime soda. Yeah. Or I would say a gin martini. Mm Mm-hmm. I know you enjoy a gin martini. I love
2: a gin martini. Yeah. Not uh, dirty, but with olives. Yeah. Or tequila soda. Yeah. Or I like a little whiskey on the rocks sometimes.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. You do make a mean old fashioned. Yeah, I love
2: an old fashioned.
1: That one you made mm-hmm. me, it took about 15 to 32 minutes to make. <laughs> I've never seen. It's
2: a production. It's
1: But it's worth it. It's really I mean, now special. Now I guess yours. Okay.
2: Your go-to wine is obviously Sauv Blanc. Love it. But the specific bottle, I know you like it from New Zealand. Yeah. Maybe like an Oyster Bay. That's
1: number one, baby. Yeah. Number one. I love Oyster ah, Bay. I knew it. Yeah. $15 at your local Vons or Raps. It's so good.
2: Refs. It is really good. And then cocktail, you would do a dirty gin martini. Vodka. Sorry, vodka. But I knew that. You yeah. Last night. I knew yeah.
1: that. A vodka martini. Yeah. Two olives.
2: Yeah. Dirty.
1: Not so Dirty. But dirty. but dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah dirty. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like like a ton of olive
2: Just juice. Just a little filth.
1: Just a little bit of filth. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, do you know the favorite vodka? Kettle one. God bless you. Yeah. Wow. That was
0: impressive. <gasps> yeah. We, see, we do know each other better we, than you think. I know. Is your New Year's resolution to find time saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one? As a busy parent i'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier what is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024 little spoon little spoon delivers fresh healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage little spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy easy meal time and snack time for your baby toddler and big kid delivered right to your door their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers. Kids love it, and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time the price is right, the quality is unmatched. I love it, my kids love it, the grandparents love it, and I know all you lowlifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order.
1: Okay, I want to go with last meal.
2: Oh, on my deathbed?
1: Yeah. Oh, God, There's you love so much stuff, There's though. three I can think of. I, I'm going to give three things. Okay. Poutine. No. Damn it. I just had to do the Canadian <laughs> thing. Sorry, that was a shot in the dark. I love
2: poutine, but that would not be my last meal.
1: Okay, last meal. Fries
2: and cheese curds? No.
1: Mm. An incredible sushi plate. Yes. Could be one. Yeah. Number two could be... I know that you love a good pasta. Yeah. So I would say like a really fancy truffle mushroom.
2: Like made from scratch in Italy. Rolling the noodles. Yes.
1: Oh, creamy sauce.
2: No, never creamy sauce. What? No, always red. You're going to order freaking- Mushroom pappardelle. That's not, there's, it's not- a- Isn't that cream? Mm-mm. It's like brown. It's, yeah, it's, Yeah. But it's not cre- – I don't like white creamy sauce. You don't
1: like a fettuccine alfredo? What? Oh, my, okay. No, I like I a bolognese too. I like a red sauce. Yeah. Marinara. Yeah. Okay. So I almost got number two. Yeah. And the third thing that you would get would be – I'm going to just say a wild card. A, a juicy steak. No. No, you hate
2: me. McDonald's.
1: Oh, a McDonald's fish filet, <laughs> but it ha- a filet of fish or whatever <laughs> they call it with that sauce. You like that sauce shit? That's on it? Yeah. The
2: tartar sauce.
1: Tartar sauce. Yeah. A little extra that for the side to dip your fries. Add
2: shredded lettuce. Fries dipped in um, sweet and sour sauce.
1: What is my breakfast order at McDonald's?
2: Egg McMuffin, but no cheese. Wow. Yeah. No (laughs) cheese. You like the sausage.
1: Yeah. I love sausage.
2: And two hash browns.
1: God bless you. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Good for you. And an orange juice.
2: Oh, I was going to say orange juice. Some OJ. Yeah. You know what?
1: <laughs> this <is so> nice. <laughs> I think we actually kind of know each other pretty damn well.
2: You thought
1: we were just two ships in the night.
2: But let's see if I know your friend, Oh, last meal. Your last meal would be oh, the most high-end like home-cooked Mexican. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if I could ship my mom to prison so yeah. she could make me something on death she row, would. she would. And if not that like, great sushi, sugar yeah, fish. Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, I want breakfast items. I want pancakes, waffles. Really? I love breakfast. I don't mind it. Really? You could do without yeah. it.
2: I love eating in the morning, but I don't necessarily yeah. love the breakfast food. Like, I do love scrambled eggs. Oh, delish. But only the way I make them. I don't like them at a restaurant. I don't like the way Jason's. Do Jason, you like Jason's? No, and people oh, love rave them. about Jason's eggs yeah I, love and them. I don't oh they're like wet and i like them really dry and i just like oh. ketchup on it
1: does he add i think he puts like creme fraiche or something in them like a cream because they are wet yeah, he
2: does milk <clears throat> yeah Ew. that's it
1: yeah okay i, I thought i liked those scary, eggs. y'all. i'm not a big dairy fan i get it okay what is the first car you've ever drove
2: i don't oh, think you'll guess it because i don't know if you it feels like it was a canadian thing
1: A Canadian car? (laughs) I didn't even know. Do they have their own brand of cars? Oh, like a Sabre or something?
2: Okay, well, I'm going to show you. Oh, my God. This I I can't believe this was. I wonder where it started. I'll find out. But let me just show you. It was a 1999 Mm -hmm. gold.
1: Ooh, hot.
2: Pontiac. All right. Sunfire.
1: I don't even know what that would look yeah, like.
2: Yeah, well, I feel like it was such a... I've heard of that car, but I... Oh, my gosh. This is exactly... Oh, it gives me weird nostalgic feelings. This is literally my car. It's exactly what it looked like.
1: I've seen that car.
2: And I had a leopard print steering wheel cover. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, look at her. Her name was Goldie Hawn.
1: Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, my first car, which I don't think you know. Well, let me try. Okay.
2: Honda Civic.
1: What? No. Just kidding.
2: Um, That's a lot was- of people's first car, though. Uh, or current car. It was a.
1: It's so random. It was a hand-me-down car. Like it was my mom's, my mom and dad's car. Station
2: wagon. Mm-mm. Illumina. What's that? Oh, uh, That's what my mom drove.
1: Oh, it was an Infiniti oh. Q45. I didn't even know that. Is. It's just a, it's a. Sedan, car. Okay. it's It was pretty. It was beautiful. It was actually beautiful. I totaled it. Oh. Yeah. Sure. And it was like leather and tear. It was actually really nice. Yeah. And my dad's like, you don't deserve this. Oh. You should never have
2: this. And, and I was you're like, like sure. Well, I'll crash my it. My mom's
1: like, well, it's ours. We're upgrading our car and we could just give him this one, you know, and he can help pay for it. It was very like a, an old lawyer would drive it. Like, that's the vibe.
2: An old lawyer. An, or a
1: banker vibe. Oh, like, like, it was like a family. Like,
2: 10 years ago, Jason Tardick would have drove it.
1: Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Driven. Yeah. Whatever. So, it wasn't my vibe at all. Okay. um, And so, that was my first car. But, again, car accident. Have you ever been in a car accident?
2: Yeah. A very small one. Never major? No. Knock on wood. I don't even.
1: No. I've been in several.
2: God. What?
1: Like, four no, major my accidents.
2: I, like. Somebody was coming down a road and they had their signal light on, but they were just switching lanes and my mom thought they were turning. So my mom pulled out and then hit their car.
1: Oh, okay. It was really minor. That's it? Yeah. Good for you.
2: I hate even talking about this. Well, because my best friend died in a car accident. So uh, I'm like kid- Okay, next question. <laughs> don't even put it on the universe. No, yeah. we're not. Okay, Let's next. not even.
1: Next thing. Yeah. Biggest pet peeve with a partner. Like mm-hmm. if you're living with somebody.
2: Okay. God, do I
1: know this about you? I
2: don't know. I have well, actually, I'm, not even, I'm trying to think of what my biggest pet peeve would be with a partner.
1: I'm trying to think in living with you. I don't know how to just if it's your biggest pet peeve, but like, like I know your mornings are sacred. Yes. And it it's not. Oh good.
2: my gosh. That is my pet peeve. My mornings are sacred. Jason wakes up and his brain goes, he just works. Like oh, he's he wired wakes up in the morning. and works and he works until he goes to sleep. And then if he can't sleep in the middle of the night, he works. Yeah. And my mornings, I'm like, I need to slowly wake up. The sound of my alarm is so important. It needs to be like a really pleasant sound. Yeah. And then I need to like slowly get up. I need to drink 16 ounces of water as soon as I wake up.
1: Really? I'm With gonna, lemon?
2: Nope. Just oh, put nothing. some
1: lemon in there. It's really good for you. It's like incredible for you for the kidneys, for okay. your liver. i just it's it's a game okay. changer. Alkaline balances your body anyway.
2: I'll wake and I'm like, and then I look at my phone, which I never want to do because it just stresses me out. And I'll have a like business to do list from Jason.
1: Oh yeah. And I'm like, he's ready to I'm go. Like, You're
2: in the next room. Just say good morning, God. <laughs> yeah, that is my pet peeve. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I just well in living with you in the sky cage. Yeah. I had been, sh- I'm like Jason
2: oh, in the sense of, no.
1: well, not like big to-do list, but like I'm the most productive when I first wake up.
2: Oh, absolutely not for me. No.
1: Yeah. And so actually whenever I do talk to Jason, it's usually around 7am. What is
2: wrong with you guys?
1: Jason's like, good morning. And
2: I, I actually wish I was a morning person. I don't wish I was like that hard, like workhorse, like my brain, I can shut my brain off. I can like laugh about like a fart in church and yeah. that's like, ah, and then I fall asleep. Like yeah. I, well, I can really shut it off. I can. Yeah. That sucks.
1: It's, it it's us. I'm actually trying to like take a page out of the Bristow book. Yeah. And just chill out in the morning.
2: It's nice.
1: Do you know what my biggest pet peeve is? But in, does
2: it have to be like living with, with you or no, like whatever? I could
1: just, we can just do a pet peeve. I was I just doing like, living because we've actually kind of lived together sort of.
2: I, I just feel like your pet peeve is people that aren't genuine. Yeah. Like people who are just trying too hard to oh. be somebody.
1: Yeah. If I, I could know. sense the desperation. Yeah. Like it's just over the top trying. It just, it just rubs me the wrong way. But I guess my number one pet peeve in living with someone, I I don't even mind a messy person because I'm, I'm a, 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 I like to clean. So I don't mind. I'm not messy,
2: but I'm not clean. But when I do get clean, I get like OCD clean. Yeah. And then everything has to have a spot and like, it gets crazy. Like I'll even line things up properly, but like, I'm not like that in my everyday. I'm like a little bit messy sometimes, but I'm still a clean person. True. I would
1: never say you were dirty.
2: No, like I love my kitchen. Counters have to be wiped. Everything has to be put away. Dishes are never in the sink. Like, no.
1: Do you keep a nice snack drawer? Snack drawer? Yeah, or a snack cabinet Yeah. pantry.
2: Oh my gosh, I've labeled snack drawers. They're labeled now.
1: Oh, you always have like good candies and stuff. Yeah. And actually my biggest pet peeve in relationships or just in general, which is something that has been a bit of a learning experience and a growth opportunity in my oh, relationship wow. with you. Therapy. It has been what? because... Oh,
2: I know. When I just am like, you don't know what we're doing. And I yeah. just like take you along for the ride. And you're like, well, I'm not planned for this. I have not planned for this. And I'm like, good.
1: Yeah. Okay. It has actually... I talked to my therapist about it because I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to navigate these waters <laughs> with her because I don't know what the... F- is in the water. Yeah. She won't tell me.
2: I don't know either, though. I know. That's what's crazy so about it. Oh God, that's why so you fun. like spoilers, because you like to know what's coming in shows yes. and whatever, where I want to watch everything spoiler free. I want to be so surprised. I, not,
1: I love a plan.
2: exhilarating. No, it's so exhilarating to not have a plan.
1: Oh, God. Like, okay. On a trip, you're going to go on a trip without a plan? Yeah. No way.
2: Well, I guess I've always had like a friend, if whoever I go on the trips with, they're usually the planners. Oh,
1: good. Okay.
2: So I, I, it's not that I don't like a plan. It's nice, but I don't want to be like stuck to one plan.
1: That's fair. Yeah. I'm not so type A where if I have an itinerary and I plan it out and if we don't stick to it, then I'm like, what the hell? This is my plan. I'm fine not going. But I like yeah. a little bit of like, we have the reservation. We know what time we're arriving.
2: I'm getting more like that. Like I'm gonna plan a trip. So my mom just turned seventy, yeah. and I'm gonna plan a trip for the two of us to go to Italy.
1: Oh, amazing! And
2: so I will plan, but that that like gives me nightmares. Like I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna have, have to be. have Jason do the, it. Yeah,
1: he loves that shit. He doesn't have time. No, <laughs> he doesn't. He's not. Oh, it's just gonna be you and your mom. Yeah, just me
2: and my mom. Oh, amazing!
1: Yeah. Is she a planner? No. Oh, so you got she it.
2: likes a plan though.
1: Which is probably. But I think
2: planning overwhelms her.
1: Which her husband yeah. is the planner. Yeah. Likes to have everything uh-huh. kind of mapped out. Well, you and Jason are balanced that way.
2: Yeah, he usually has an the idea, difference.
1: Right? Per, perfect example. Jason's flying into L.A. Screenshot of his flight. He'll give me his flight number. He'll let me know what hotel he's staying at. Jason has even gone to so far as there's a like hotel key if you need it, like to meet or whatever. Uh-huh. Like if he's, I'm gonna meet him, whatever.
2: Yeah, Caitlin, <laughs> it's like the day of. I'm like, I actually don't know where I'm staying. You go.
1: I'll text you from the plane yeah. when I know I'm in the air.
2: <laughs> yeah. I also don't look at my schedule until like it's, the day of.
1: But you know what, though? I love it. I do too. I do. I've grown to love it because I'm like, thank God. It kind of like, if I get so set in my ways and I always need structure, that's not, there's no spontaneity.
2: Should I maybe have a little more structure?
1: I don't think I mean, you I need it. You do have some structure. You do have some structure. Like, I mean, you that's wouldn't have a. I just a- hired an assistant. <laughs> Yeah. And honestly, you wouldn't have a successful business, several businesses, a podcast, companies, people rely on you and you wouldn't be where you're at if you didn't have some sort of structure weaved in there somewhere. Yeah, I think you've just figured the perfect formula for you.
2: Like a little nice formula going on. And a lot
1: of the times you do have a lot of structure. You just, it's like out of sight, out of mind. And you just... But everybody else knows what's going on. Yeah. That's why I do love, like, if I ever do need to know, like, well, now I would text your assistant or Cleo or someone and they have the whole breakdown. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, living as a free fall.
2: I've always lived like that too. It's awesome. Sometimes I didn't even know how I was going to pay rent. I'd be like, man, I'll figure it out. Wow. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's really cool to be like that. Yeah. Is your sister like that?
2: Um, Is your whole family?
1: Is this running the Bristow blood My sister
2: is like that too, yeah.
1: Your dad must be a planner then. No. What?
2: He's very go with the You guys world. are all
1: a bunch of gypsies.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: for real. Just traveling gypsies. Yeah. Seeing where you're going to land. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that about you.
2: Yeah. I mean, then look at this then. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing.
1: Oh, well, I learned something. <gasps> your, your family. I didn't yeah. know that. I figured like your mom, your mom to me for some reason just seemed like she's such a planner.
2: She likes to know what's happening. Yeah. She gets overwhelmed. Like, to build an itinerary would overwhelm her, but she probably loves an itinerary. She's going to, if she listens to this, she's going to take this as a bad thing. And I don't mean this as a bad thing. She likes control over what's happening. Got it. But she's not controlling. She just likes to have control over what is happening.
1: Sure. She wants to be in the know.
2: She does love a plan. Yeah. I'll go. I'll say that. (laughs) I'm trying to think about it because I'm like, but I can't picture her being like, okay, Caitlin, let's, I'm going to research this place. We're going to go here at this time. Like, blah, blah, blah. But if that was in front of her, she would appreciate that so much.
1: Got it. Where you don't even need it.
2: Nah.
1: Well, I've been really inspired by your free falling, spontaneous, just go with the flow. No need for a plan. It's a gypsy lifestyle. And I think we could all use a little of that gypsy lifestyle sprinkled into our lives. The world would be a better place. Do not fear me, gypsy. All I want from you is your tears. Please give them to me
2: or I will take them.
1: We're going to leave the episode there and I'll pick it up next week. We got more to talk about Queen. We're going to finish it up with a part- To Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We got some great shows coming in hot for you. This was our big 100, a very special moment, and I'm excited to continue the conversation. Part two, it's a walk down memory lane. Next week's episode, part two of the convo, it's very nostalgic, especially if you're a millennial listening to this It's all about millennial TV shows and the shit we ended up watching, the shows we were obsessed with as kids. And so that's going to be next week's episode. But I just have to say thank you. Gracias from the bottom of my spicy heart to my listeners. Really, though, I'm loving doing this podcast. I'm having so much fun with it. But I can continue to do these shows. I'm putting out fresh shows every single week. But I can do it because of you, the listener. There's no way in hell this podcast would be anything without you. And so thank you for listening to it, for tuning in every single week, sharing it with your friends, your family, your loved ones, recommending this podcast to new listeners every single week. I appreciate you doing that. I've learned when it comes to keeping this little shit show afloat, the number one thing you could do, the best way to impact a podcast, especially an up-and-coming little engine that could... Or couldn't at times. (laughs) We are still new kids on the block. I mean, we're 100 episodes in. And so we're still fresh on the block, though, considering like This American Life, that's a podcast I love listening to, but they have like 1,000 episodes. Some people have over 500 episodes. So anyway, what I'm getting at is we're still fresh to the scene and there are thousands of podcasts dropping every single day into the podcast world, hundreds of episodes released every single day. And so the fact that you're choosing to be here It really means a lot, so thank you for that. And the best way you can support a podcast you love, especially a new podcast, is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, it is a game-changer. It really makes an impact. It's a small gesture that really does affect the show in a very positive way. So thank you for taking the time to do that. I have listeners who have left several reviews. They'll write one every single week, copy, paste. And these reviews could be anything you want them to be. They help because when it comes to podcasting, you want to get sponsors, but they go based on your reviews. You want to check your analytics and you want this podcast to be recommended to people. As a host of the show, that's the goal. And the way to do that with the algorithm and, again, analytics is to leave that review on Apple Podcast and give it the five stars. And so, again, thank you for taking the time to do that. And these reviews could be anything you want them to be. You could write a long message. You could leave a couple emojis, throw a little dick emoji, a salsa dancer, and a tamale my way. Anything you want it to be, it is all helpful. It impacts the show, and it is all so appreciated. And so I want to show my gratitude. I want to show it through my favorite love language, which is gifts. I love receiving gifts, but giving them just hits different. And so I I love to give gifts, and I'm opening up the Low Life Gifting Suite. It is open for business as long as I can afford it, (laughs) as long as I can still support myself The Low Life Gifting Suite is open and it is filled with treats for fall, things you're going to love, beauty products, gifts from our sponsors, gift cards, gas cards, because we all need them right now. Gas is crazy expensive. And just a bunch of goodies, good stuff that you can treat yourself to. And if you don't like what you're getting in the mail, that's okay. You can re-gift it to somebody else. But I guarantee you're going to love some of the shit that's up in this closet. I mean, I have shit you didn't know you needed off of Amazon. I bought a bunch of stuff on Amazon, things that I love that have been game-changer type items. And so if you want a chance to win something, again, leave that review on Apple Podcasts. Give it five stars. And make sure you include your Instagram handle somewhere in the review because I might just be sliding into your DMs. And getting your address to send you a little something, something from the Low Life Gifting Suite. All right, I wanna shout out some listeners, my low lifers who took time to leave a review. First one up coming in hot is from Madison Casper. Oh, what a great name. Madison Casper at MMADS92. MMADS92 writes, nobody asked, but. Five stars. (laughs) Love this. I absolutely adore Lo. We need more genuine humans like him. His podcast never disappoint, and I am guaranteed a smile by the end of it. Thank you for that, Madison. I'm glad I could put a smile on your face, and I'm hoping I could actually meet my listeners in person. That's the goal. I'm putting that into the universe. That's the dream of mine. I want to go on tour, whether it be with my little Canadian Maple Delight. We'll go on tour together. I've done a couple shows with her. I talked about it today. I threw up before it. (laughs) But I would love to go on tour and meet a bunch of you in person and give you a freaking hug. All right, next review is coming in from at Mrs. Katie Keats. Mrs. Katie Keats writes, a lowlifer for life. She gave it five stars and she writes, I have a 45-minute commute to work every day. I've been a faithful lowlifer for almost a year now and I look forward to my car rides with Lowe. By far the best podcast out there. You keep doing you, boo-boo, and she gave me a heart. Thank you for that, Katie Keats. I love that I can be part of your morning journey to work. It can be stressful in the morning going to work, especially if there's traffic, you're feeling like you're running late. It's just a lot happening in the morning, and so I'm glad I could be in that car ride with you, hopefully bringing you some joy and putting a smile on your face as you go into work. Katie Keats is a low rider. Low rider is a little higher. Love my low riders. I listen to podcasts as I drive too. That's my favorite time to listen to any podcast. Is when I'm in the car, and it helps me from going insane when dealing with a lot of traffic. Calms me. All right, next review is coming in from at Aaron Horman. Aaron Horman, hello Queen, and she writes the best five stars. I'm posting a repeat review. Oh, this is a repeat. Thank you for that. Because low is the best. This podcast makes my week and has such a great range. The low life never fails to put a smile on my face, maybe even let out a little cackle. (laughs) But also, it is super informative with real-life knowledge. Thank you for your genuineness. She gave me two hearts. Thank you for that, Aaron Horman. I appreciate you. It's really important for me when it comes to this podcast for you to get something from it. You have to get a takeaway. There has to be because, well, life's too damn short. Time is way too valuable, and I don't want to waste your time here. And so if there's some sort of a takeaway, whether it be new information, a new perspective, some sort of knowledge, something, even just a smile on your face, you got to leave with something. I don't want this to be some bullshit.com type of podcast that's just pumping you with useless information. (laughs) No. I mean, sometimes you need that, but no, I need there to be a takeaway for me to feel good about this show. And I'm glad you're getting something from it. That means a lot to me. So thank you for that. I want to give a quick shout out to a listener. She didn't write a review, or maybe she has. I just didn't see it. But I know she is a loyal lowlifer. She seems like a wonderful human being. And her husband actually DM'd me and let me know that she is just a beautiful human, kind, compassionate, smart. And she's an educator. She's a teacher. And I do have a soft spot for my teachers. I love them. They are shaping these young minds out in this world. teachers are so freaking important. And so anyway, I just wanted to shout out Alexis Corrales, you educating queen, teaching our youth. I know it is not an easy job and it's a thankless job a lot of times. And so thank you for doing that. Thank you for listening to this show and just doing good in the world. I appreciate you doing that so much. And you seem like you got a great husband. He obviously loves you so much. This is Justin Corrales. But this last couple years, God, the last three years more so, is just insane with the pandemic, especially if you are a teacher, a nurse, any sort of industry where you're having to help people, specifically kids. Yeah, it is not easy. And so again, thank you for doing that. You are teaching the youth, building them up to build a better future. So thank you for that, Queen. And that is the perfect note to leave this week's episode on. I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead. It's officially time for fall. I'm sweating my tits off here in LA. It's like 92 degrees. But I'm still excited for pumpkin spice. <laughs> so I will be drinking pumpkin spice lattes. I hope you enjoy a delicious latte. Maybe watch the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix. It's dark, but I'm getting into it because I'm going to do a deep dive, officially doing it on this show. So stay tuned for that. Maybe watch a good documentary, Jeffrey Dahmer. There's a bunch of other really good ones. Pour yourself a delicious glass of wine. Maybe enjoy an edible or two. But don't forget to drink your water, puta.
2: We We love love you you,
1: and we're out. Bye. Bye, guys. (laughs) (laughs)